The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. With available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. What's up, everybody, and happy Thursday. Welcome to the Early Edge. We've got a lot of action going on right now. I see the chat. We're keeping an eye on Keith Mitchell, who just birdied. He's clawing back into that three ball that we put out. But speaking of picks that we put out, let's look at what we did yesterday. Here is the recap screen. Four and three, you know, not bad. Mikey B, really, what is that? This whole week, he's been very, very good. Love to see that. Tim Doyle, one out of two, but we can do better. I believe it was five and two the day before, four and three today. Well, we're on a, a decent run the last couple of days, but we got to do better. And who are we going to do better with? Well, you in the chat, of course, but also the stars of the show. Please hit the like button if you haven't already. We've got buckets. We've got red hot fire Tom Casale and, oh, is this, well, it's not Lil Geppetto, it's not Alex Selznick, it's not Prop Stars, it's none other than Aquaman. How are you doing, sir? Live in the flesh, Sia. It's great to see you. I uh, hope everyone's having a great morning. Shout out to the chat. I believe it was a wise man that once said, life is short, but your hair doesn't have to be. So uh, we're rocking the hair, Sia. I said if I had gone 3-0 and on our Monday uh, stream, and we in fact did, so I will keep the hair down until we have a losing day. Yeah, you've been on fire. By the way, I believe that was Socrates who coined that phrase. Buckets, <laughs> Aquaman, is he your favorite superhero? Or is there, are you into superheroes? Do you watch superhero movies, Marvel, what, anything like that? Do you have a favorite? The only one I really consider someone that I enjoy is I'm a big Deadpool fan. And I think he's mm. like anti-hero or something like that. But Prop Stars, I have a very probably dumb question for you, but I've never had long hair. This is the longest my hair has ever been. So... Does it hurt to have long hair? Is there extra risks involved in it? What, you know, what happens? Yeah, it definitely presents some additional challenges. Uh, your hair can get into your food. Uh, if you, like, close the door, the car door, sometimes your hair will get stuck. But as you guys know, I like to wear my hair up. So it's typically safe from these sort of things. But, yeah, if your hair is down, you're definitely subject to a lot more danger in your life. That makes sense. Does it hurt is not where I thought that question was going. <laughs> Good answer, nonetheless, Proppy. Hey, Tom, I want to kick the. We're going to get to our official picks, and we're going to start with buckets in just a second. But, you know, we've been talking about March Madness. You've been absolutely crushing it on Sportsline and on this show with your picks. Let's try to keep it going. But one thing I'm interested in as we approach March Madness, which, by the way, is like just around the corner, are there any sleepers where we see really long odds right now? And I know we probably want to wait for seedings to come out in brackets, but are there any sleepers that you at least have your eye on maybe to lay a couple of bucks down on? 
Yeah, there's a few teams I like. Uh, and again, these teams probably aren't going to win the NCAA tournament, right? You're, you're looking for a run where you can lock in some money at bigger odds. Florida was the first team I bet back last April at 100 to 1 because there was rumors they were going to get all these transfers. They got them. They started the year off a little slow, which I expected, but they're starting to turn it on now. And what I like about Florida is they're one of the top offensive rebounding teams in the country. That's a metric I look at in the NCAA tournament because you're going to have a day when you don't shoot the ball well and you got to hit the boards in those games. And so Florida to me is one is one of the eight, nine teams right now that if they win in the first round, they can give a team trouble in the second round. Uh, Dayton is another team I bet to make the final four this summer. Now they, they took a big blow. They lost Malachi Smith early, which really impacts, uh, you know, that team, but they've still had a great season. And listen, when you have Deron Holmes on your team, a future NBA player, that's a team that can do some damage. Again, first round, you got to get by. San Diego State, FAU, they almost lost in the first round last year, made the final four. So if they get by that first round game, I think Dayton's a team that can do some damage. TCU is probably the one I like the most. You know, this is an experienced team. They do a lot of things well. They shoot well. They got great guard play. And because they're in the Big 12 with all those good teams, they kind of forgotten about a little bit. Yeah. But they've won on the road. So that's a team I really like if they get a good seating and good matchups uh, to make a run. And then if you're looking for a really deep sleeper, Nevada, now they're not a lock to get in yet, but if they make the tournament, that's a team that can just bother you with the way they play. They play slow. They're good defensively. You know, they got a couple of guys who can score. That If you're looking for like this year's San Diego State who could come from the back of the pack and make a run, I think Nevada can give some teams problems if they get the right early matchups. Yeah, I like that. I mean, the two that really stick out to me are TCU. I think it's a really good, gritty veteran team. Love that number. And Florida, I, I like a lot, too. By the way, uh, David talks in the chat. Oh, excuse me. Well, he might have something to say, but it's Rick Funcannon. He says no Richmond. I mean, Richmond can't be on your radar here in this context. Can it? Well, listen, uh, we don't know who's going to make the tournament yet. Show me, yeah, exactly. show me the first round matchups, and I'll give you my real sleepers. You know, it's it's you know, it's hard. I, I think. Listen, there's teams like James Madison and Appalachian yes. State who have a lot of talent, right? That could that could make a run. That you know, South Florida teams like that. If they get those right, it, it all to me, it always matters on that first weekend. Uh, what's your first round matchup, and what's your potential second round matchup? Because then once you get to that next week with a Sweet Sixteen then everybody resets so that's what i like to look at if you're looking for like sleepers and long shots in the ncaa tournament that's what i would do look at your path like i like florida's path a lot better if their second round game is houston and not uconn i think uconn they don't match up well with uconn but i think they can hit the boards with houston and, and play with the cougars so that's really when you start to dive into sleepers is when you see what is the path for some of these teams to make an elite eight final four run Nice transition uh, to my golf play, which we'll give out later. You said first round matchup. So we got the we got the Keith Mitchell one going right now. He's trying to make a slight comeback here on the back nine. Uh, but I've got to, just so everybody knows, I've got a first round matchup that maybe, maybe the chat has pinpointed uh, earlier this morning. So we'll have to wait and see if they're correct on that. And by the way, speaking of James Madison and Mark Buckhold says, Dukes, speaking of James Madison, no buckets. I'm not going to make fun of you for not knowing that James Madison was our fourth president of the United States. Did you know, you know, it's February 29th, by the way, it's like leap day, right? 
Did you know that James Madison was founded on February 29th, 1908? in Harrisonburg, Virginia. Fun fact for everybody. Now you can share that the rest of the day. Something that happened once every four years, February 29th, of course, uh, a leap day. Now you know, uh, you can, um, you can all you Virginia people, you can rep out that fact and people might be impressed or just confused that yeah, you, you brought that fact to the table. All right, Buckets. Uh, I know you were confused when we first brought up James Madison University some time ago, but Soccer picks, not confusing. I will say this. We talked pre-show. The soccer picks on the early edge that you've had haven't been super successful over the last week or so, but you've actually, like the non-early edge picks, you've done extremely well. So we want to bring some of that energy onto this show. What you got? And that is something that we can definitely do. See, I've got Freya right next to me. Everybody knows that Freya is the best luck charm you could possibly have. So she's looking after our early edge plays. But I got to be honest with everybody right out the gate. I have been doing the early edge now for over two years. And today is the first time in my early edge history where I do not have a play for today. I looked at the slate up, down, left and right. And every game that I like is very dependent on lineups because it's only cup matches today. And so we're going to see all these teams that should win that might not play their best roster. So I could not in good conscience give out a good play, at least for today, quite yet. So I'm actually looking at tomorrow night slate, and I'm looking at Liga MX. We do have Mexican top flight soccer taking place at 8 p.m. as Querétaro will be hosting Club Laguna, Club Santos Laguna, and I'm taking Querétaro over one and a half team total at plus 115. Liga MX has been back now for a few months, but whenever we have a new league returning, I like to give it a couple weeks to breathe and just see, you know, what trends are going to happen, what teams are going to show up, what teams are not going to show up. And Santos Laguna is a team that is just not showing up right now. They have been kind of the punching bag of Liga MX. They have the most losses in the league and the third most goals conceded already. And everybody is scoring two or more goals against them. Lyon scored three. Monterey scored two. Atlas scored three. Pumas and Tigres both scored three. Teams are just beating up on the Santos Laguna side right now. So tomorrow afternoon, look at Carataro plus odds to score two. But I'm sorry, everyone, that I do not have a play for today. No, we certainly don't want to force it. We got to play tomorrow. That's good. We got to play within the next basically, what, 36 hours here. So we will take that every time. By the way, Lee Brown, not a huge fan of President James Madison. A lot of a lot of facts <laughs> being dropped in the chat, which for the record, I absolutely love. I'll take that every time. Uh, speaking of taking things, you can take things from BetMGM. If you hit your bet, new BetMGM customers can sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets. Just place your first wage of at least $5 and you'll receive $150 instantly in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome with bonus code EDGE150. That's EDGE150. All right. Speaking of people who are hot, we got to get to prop stars. We got to get to Aquaman, Lil Geppetto. You've got a couple of props in the NBA tonight. We're going to hear those right after the break. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, You transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. So there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits. Roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 
Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Proppy, before I get to your pick, I do want to point something out because one thing on the app that we can do on Sportsline. And by the way, if you're not a member, of course, 60% off the annual plan, just go to sportsline.com backslash join and type in winners in the promo code to join up. One thing you could, what you do a lot, and, and I don't really do this, I, I just kind of keep one unit plays, but plays you're hyper confident in, and sometimes you'll bump up to two or one and a half units. I've noticed lately, and I don't know if you have this record in front of you, that your one and a half unit plays have been really, really good from a win-loss standpoint. Can you speak to that and, and maybe why you're bumping some bets up to one and a half sure so yeah, yeah i'm actually 24 and seven on anything uh above one unit so that uh accounts for all my one and a half two unit plays and ultimately it just comes down to uh the level of conviction i have in said play uh there can be a variety of ways i could arrive there uh whether it be uh my own personal projections the perceived edge that i have or just simply the level of conviction. Usually it's a combination of all of those things. It's not an exact science, but uh, yeah, if I feel that the edge is big enough, uh, my projections agree, and then I have a tremendous amount of confidence, I'll, I'll bump it up to 1.5 or two unit play. Uh, this is something I'd love to expand further when we potentially have an entire show to talk about uh, this, but yeah, that's uh, kind of the general gist of when I uh, I'm playing something one or 1.5 to two units. I just have uh, significant more confidence in the play. Yeah. And the last thing we want to do is tell you how to bet, tell you to leverage more money than you're comfortable with. But it is always nice to know if it's a, you know, all, all the plays come with conviction. But if it's one where it's like, wow, this is this one's real soft. Like we might want to really take advantage of this one. Those are going to come in there as well. All right, Proppy, you got two props and you're sharp. So you're, you're not hitting overs all the time, right? You're hitting unders. You got a former speaking of March Madness, you got a former Duke player here, a former Alabama player here two former first round picks what are your props in the nba and, yeah both of them are under cia and let's start with the 1.5 unit play uh and i'm gonna go tyus jones under 13 and a half combined rebounds and assists this is just the definition of an inflated line for tyus jones uh this is a result in my opinion he had 23 a career high 23 combined rebounds and assists in his last outing against the warriors uh which is why this line is 13 and a half typically this line fluctuates between nine and a half and eleven and a half so 13 and a half is just absolutely massive uh for jones who in my opinion is a serious regression candidate uh he averages per approximately 10 rebounds and assists per game uh so yeah this is a play that i would play blindfold regardless of the opponent uh the lakers are more of a neutral matchup in my opinion not necessarily a good or bad matchup uh but yeah he's an automatic fade for me at this number of 13 and a half uh, and that is why it's a 1.5 unit play for me as well and then i'm going to fade colin sexton we're going under 25 points rebounds and assists 
for the shooting guard. Uh, this is just a tough spot for Colin Sexton. I do want to credit Colin Sexton. His game has really developed this season. He was more of a ball stopper throughout his career. Uh, really didn't know if he would evolve as a player just in, in Cleveland. Uh, just really a scorer that really wasn't able to contribute much else. But he's really developed since uh, joining the Utah Jazz. He's been playing winning basketball. It's been impressive to watch. Uh, a bit of a late bloomer, Colin Sexton. Always long on talent. Uh, but yeah, he is a screams regression candidate to me. He's been shooting very high percentages. Uh, this is a very tough matchup. This Orlando defense, uh, they're fourth in defensive efficiency, but they're excellent against opposing guards. Uh, they are exceptional, particularly against opposing shooting guards as well. Uh, they give up the third fewest points, rebounds, and assists to the position in the NBA. Uh, Colin Sexton and Utah both have also really struggled on the road. The Jazz have been one of the worst road teams in the NBA. Sexton actually averages four fewer points on the road as well. So uh, he sort of embodies uh, Utah struggling on the road. So this is just a tough spot for Colin Sexton, what is a really difficult matchup, and he is a regression candidate, in my opinion, as well. So we're going under 25.5 points, rebounds, and assists for Colin Sexton, under 13.5 rebounds and assists for Tyus Jones. All right. And by the way, Haas says he's putting the mortgage on the Tyus under. Please don't do that. Uh, but I love your Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. Uh, all right. Uh, by the way, the presidential trivia keeps coming in. James Monroe, our fifth president, Buckets, has entered the chat. I absolutely love uh, what's going on over there. And by the way, Chris Kishy says, hey, sorry I'm late. We hit yesterday. So 10 and 6 for the chat. And he's got one play today. And by the way, Big Cheesy, I think, had a play on Steph Curry's points over. I believe it was 26 and a half. But Chris Kish's play is Formula One qualifying winner, Max Verstappen, minus 140 on BetMGM. So good call, Chris Kish. All right. I, I, I forgot you do F1 as well as soccer. Many, many other things, I suppose. Uh, Abraham Lincoln has entered the chat. All right. I'm going to go with a matchup here. I'm going with a head-to-head. This one doesn't start for another two hours. Now, I'm looking right now at our Keith Mitchell play. He just birdied the 11th, so he's still three back. I mean, Chad Ramey cannot be stopped right now. This guy, Chad Ramey, who was like at the bottom of the barrel in terms of odds in this this tournament is T2 six under. Like, obviously, that's not something I anticipated, but Mitchell clawing back. There's seven holes remaining. What we need is Chad Ramey to find water, and then maybe Mitchell is in play. So let's be patient there. Eric Cole is my play here. The chat predicted it over Matt Fitzpatrick. What's interesting about what's going on today, and we could have anticipated this because it looks like the wind is pretty much down. The wind might pick up tomorrow in Palm Beach Gardens, but today it's pretty much down. Even in the afternoon, it's really not going to pick up much. And what we're seeing with these course conditions is we're seeing a lot of people go low. Like I'm looking at it, Andrew Novak, Davis Thompson, uh, Ryan Moore, Austin Eckroth. They're all five under or better. And there's a lot of people right in line with them or right behind them. What that tells me is this is really going to be a scoring fest, and that's exactly what Eric Cole does well. What we thought going into this tournament was that it was going to be really challenging, and on Friday and over the weekend, maybe that's the case. And by challenging, I mean you're not hitting greens in regulation. You're having to scramble. You're having to play on a tough course where Matt Fitzpatrick truly can shine. But this is not the course for him if it's easy conditions. If we're talking easy conditions, let's go Eric Cole, who, by the way, has been very hot and was second place here last year. 
Matt Fitzpatrick, what has he done lately? He's actually been pretty checkered, particularly with the ball striking. So either way, even if this course was playing hard this afternoon, I would still love this play. Eric Cole minus 120 over Matt Fitzpatrick. Again, round one matchup. But because it's playing easier, I like it even better. Give me Eric Cole in this one. Let's try to get Keith Mitchell to pull back to even before we get to the bear trap, before we get to the the late holes in this one. Uh, And maybe we can win that one too. But I like this one quite a bit. All right. That is my pick, and now we got to go to Tom Casale, who has been absolutely on fire. I might have a follow-up question. There's a game I kind of like that I might want to go to Tom to as well. But before we do that, let's hear a message from our partners. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, we're back, and we're we're going to a guy that has been – just since joining us has been really, really good. Listen, we all understand that there's always going to be regression and things of that nature. But Tom, I got to say, what, like I, I can't remember a better debut on the early edge where you just come in and you just hit bet after bet after bet. And you got one today and it's not one of these marquee games. You're going for what's probably the softer markets, the smaller schools, the smaller conferences. What is your play today? Yeah, well, before I get going, I got to say this early edge crowd is a lot smarter than I am. I've learned more about U.S. presidents in the last seven minutes than I did my entire high school and nine-year college career. <laughs> so that's, that's impressive work in the chat. Uh, I, I went with U, U, UMass Lowell on the opener of three and a half. That was a win or lose. That was a bad number. Uh, they're playing Bryant tonight. That line's moved a little bit, uh, but... These two teams, they just played February 17th in Bryant. UMass Lowell won by nine. Last two seasons, they played three times, all wins for Lowell by nine or more points. They've scored at least 80 points in each of those games. Bryant likes to play fast, which Lowell doesn't mind. They're one of those teams that will play any style, but they're very efficient offensively, so the pace favors uh, the way that they play. They also shoot a ton of foul shots, and in the first meeting, they shot 29 free throws. If that happens again tonight, I don't think this game will be close. Uh, Lowell does have Vermont on deck, but this is still an important game for them if they want to win the win the conference, and they'll have to win on Saturday as well. But I like this spot for low i thought the number was a little low i'd play it minus six or below i think it's worth taking a look at tonight all right i like that play and we have a couple questions i have one question and then i want to ask uh vegas reno's questions and, and or question and tom if you don't have a play on this or you don't even have a lean or you just didn't look at this please please you know no, no pressure on that but he's wondering about washington state minus seven at home against usc i certainly would 
you know, and I haven't studied this game, but I kind of like where he's going with this. I would lean Washington State here. Uh, but then again, off their big win uh, against Arizona, I believe if, if memory serves, they lost to Arizona State the next game. Do, do you like anything in this game or is it just to stay away for you? Yeah, you know, I I almost took Arizona State on Saturday. I'm kicking myself. That was one of the worst spots of the season for Washington State after the big win over Arizona to go and play lowly Arizona State on the road. You know, I do think they rebound tonight. The only thing I'll say is this. USC has played a little bit better recently. They had a Mm -hmm. bunch of injuries earlier in the year, and Washington State plays a slower pace that typically doesn't blow teams out. But I do think USC is going to struggle to shoot the ball against their defense, and I do think the loss to Arizona State was more of a spot uh, where they were coming off a huge win. Coming off that loss, I think they get right tonight at home. Let me ask you this about your college basketball play, because some people are noticing your play, which I, I believe you probably put on Sportsline when, when it was at the number three and a half. So, again, another reason to have your notifications on specifically for Thomas Casale and really anybody you follow, including the people that are on this screen right now. But so three and a half has grown to five in some places. It looks like Daniel Greer sees a six. How like at what point are you staying away from this one? Yeah, I would go six or under. I would okay. take it. You know, college basketball is tough. It's really tough. I mean, people know, especially in these smaller conferences, they hang a bad number and two, two, three hours later, that line's two point difference. So it's uh you know, I always try to give the number I would take it to. Before we got on the show, I saw five, five and a half. So if it's up to six, that would be the point where I, my highest point at six and a half, seven. Now you're getting you're getting past where you have any value at all. All right. By the way, Big Cheesy also has Curry points, rebounds, assists. Here's the game I wanted to ask about, and then we'll get to the recap screen, everybody. Um, Ohio State, I believe they opened uh, at home minus two and a half against Nebraska. Nebraska playing some good ball. It's three and a half now. So, so some money coming in on Ohio State. I think Seitz is, is repping OSU. I assume that's Ohio State as opposed to Oklahoma State. But either way, any lean there, like to me, I'm thinking Nebraska here. They're getting three and a half points. That's too much. Well, this is again, uh, th- this is about value, right? Like I liked Ohio State here because Nebraska hasn't played that well on the road. But now mm-hmm. you're looking at over a possession with Ohio State. And they've played better since they fired their coach. Uh, but Nebraska is the better team. And-, and I understand the people who are on Ohio State tonight. But for me, I had that game more as Ohio State minus one, minus one and a half. So now you go up to three and a half. Are you getting any value in a game that could be tight? I, I don't see it at three and a half. But I understand the people looking at Ohio State tonight. All right. And by the way, there was a question about, uh, I guess some people are seeing Eric Cole versus Tom Kim. I don't like that as much as Matt Fitzpatrick. I still like it. It would be a lean for me. But again, I don't like it as much as the play of Eric Cole over uh overfits all right and if you have questions about golf matchups that maybe aren't at your book that the golf matchup i gave out is at, at multiple big books but if your book doesn't have it you can feel free to message me and I'll, and I'll try to help you before these guys tee off all right ladies and gentlemen let's take a look at the recap screen buckets now this is not a play for today it's a play for tomorrow oh man i don't know that i listened to the pronunciation buckets you got me in a bind here Carataro team total over one and a half at plus money i've got another cognizant classic round one pick eric cole head-to-head matchup minus 120 over matt fitzpatrick again look for 18 hole matchups or round one matchups as opposed to any other type of matchups for this one prop stars tyus jones under 13 and a half rebounds and assists at minus 135 colin sexton under 25 and a half points rebounds and assists minus 120 and tom casale umass lowell minus three and a half he said he'd play it up to six and it looks like daniel greer has said 
Uh, best number you can find right now is minus five and a half. I, I can't tell you enough times, y'all. You, you got to turn notifications on for some of these cappers that you really want to follow because as soon as they put that pick out, it's very possible that that number changes. We see it with a lot of us. Um, we're always reminded of that when Mike McClure is on the show as well. So uh, get on that Sportsline app and make sure you have your notifications turned on. All right, ladies and gentlemen, what a show. Uh, we got some March Madness breakdowns. We got some presidential trivia, some leap year trivia, some we had a superstar in the house. We had Aquaman in the house as well. Uh, what a great show. Uh, on behalf of Prop Stars, on behalf of this entire chat with all the trivia and all the participation and all the like button hits, on behalf of Buckets, on behalf of Tom Casale and Jake the Snake on the ones and twos and threes and fours. I am the counselor. This is the early edge, and we rest our case. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.